The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 5, Seven Ways You're Putting Conditions on Your Success. Five, six, seven, eight. Everyone and welcome to the Dancepreneuring Studio. I am Annette Bone, and this is the place where dance inspires life and business. We will be bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they will be sharing their stories, ideas, strategies, and tactics to move your life and business forward. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, this is Tyler Critelli, founder of Cinnamon Horchata Lip Balm, and you're listening to another episode of the Dancepreneuring Studio. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. Today's step to success is something very simple. It is the act of deep breathing. Now, I think it's hard sometimes, at least for me, I'm speaking for myself. It's really hard sometimes to focus and to take those deep breaths and just calm my breathing down, just calm my myself down, actually, when I get anxious or stressed or something upsets me. And so I have to be really intentional about recentering, regrouping and taking those deep breaths so that I can calm myself down physically first. And then I can prepare and be in a state of mind where I can calm down emotionally and mentally. So um, I was reminded of this recently in a few of my dance classes that I'm taking. And sometimes after a set of uh, choreography or some technique that we're working on, and we're out of breath, our teacher reminds us to take a couple of deep breaths in through our nose and then hold it a little bit and breathe through our mouths. And he had also talked about how before performance or even when he gets nervous, he takes a couple of those deep breaths to calm himself down and to center himself and then he's ready to go. And so he reminded us of that in class as we were performing the choreography. And then it just reminded me again, okay, I got I got to be more intentional about this and do this. So one of the very simple things that you can do is to take a couple of uh, breaths in through your nose, continuous breaths for like five, six seconds, and then hold it for a few seconds and then breathe out through your mouth slowly for like six to seven seconds. So that's something really easy that you can do. And even if you're not stressed, maybe taking a few moments out of the day where you can do those deep breaths and focus. And I know there's a lot of resources online where it goes even more into this and uh, other practices and other techniques of doing this. So it is really important if you can incorporate this, not only when you're exercising, when you feel yourself getting stressed or anxious, but also throughout the day as kind of breaks from all the things that you are doing in your life and in your business. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect.
The dancer's dialect is the dancer's language. I'm going to share dance terminology across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The two words today in the dancer's dialect are contract and release. Contract or a contraction is a basic movement that was developed by modern dance pioneer Martha Graham, and it's based on breath and exhalation, and it involves curving your back like the letter C. Releasing that contraction is letting go of it and returning your spine to its neutral position. Variations of contracting and releasing are not only used in modern dance, but other dance genres such as jazz, modern ballet, and hip-hop. In terms of life and business, determining what you need to contract or hold on to and what you need to let go or release are things that need constant evaluation in the different seasons that you're in, in your life and in your business. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. As any ambitious teenager growing up with big dreams, I thought that there were certain marker points that determined whether I was successful or not. For example, if I ended up as a dancer on the latest MTV video or got cast in a cool commercial, then that means I was successful, right? And I went on a bunch of LA auditions when I was dancing in the early 90s after college, during and after college. And I was only picked for one and it was for a video and you could hardly even see me. I was crushed on the other auditions when I wasn't picked and my friend was picked and she got noticed. And it was just really heartbreaking for me at the time. I was very naive and I didn't take rejection very well. So did that mean that I wasn't successful? And why was I putting a condition on my success based on whether or not I got booked for a show or commercial? And so we're going to talk a little bit about that with the seven ways you're putting conditions on your success. And this can refer to something artistic such as dance or music, or it can be something like having the gift of hospitality. And this this definitely applies to all different types of things that you have a gifting for or that you are doing that you're good at. So let's just get right into it. So seven ways you're putting conditions on your success. I want to make reference first to a recent conversation that I had with some dancers, and they were talking about this whole process with auditions and what it does to you if you're not picked for certain things based solely on how you look or whatever, how you're dressed, what any, it could be anything. Did that mean that they weren't good dancers? Not at all. I also want to uh, point you to my last session, session 004 with Chad Moreau. And he talks about this too, how auditions soured him, but clearly that was not an indicator of how talented he is as a dancer and a choreographer. So I would recommend that you listen to that session, you'll get a lot out of it. So let's get into the seven ways you're putting conditions on your success. The first way you're putting a condition on your success is that you equate fame with success. Now, fame is very interesting. (laughs) I used to think like what I just talked about previously, that if you were on TV and you had media exposure that you got, you know, you had it going on, you were successful. And that's so not true. I know so many people that are successful and that are successful in my eyes that are not celebrities and they're successful in a lot of other areas that people wouldn't know or would, wouldn't even recognize them for, but that doesn't mean that they're not successful. 
So that is one way you you might be putting a condition on your success is that you think that fame equals success. The second way is that you equate money with success. Now, money is obviously something we all need, something that is a commodity that can be used for a lot of good, but a lot of it or lack of it has nothing to do with your success. And we'll go more into that. The third way you might be putting a condition on your success is that you equate your self-worth based on outward achievements. Now, I'm all for goal setting. I'm all for achieving and accomplishing things. There's such a thrill and such gratification that comes from setting a goal and achieving it. I'm all for that. But that doesn't totally define who you are and what you are worth. The fourth way that you're putting a condition on your success is that you constantly compare yourself with other people. I've certainly been guilty of this and it is such a bad thing to do because it's saying, first of all, that God didn't know what he was doing when he created you and he doesn't create junk. So everybody is unique and everybody is special and comparing is really bad because you always compare your worst to someone else's best. And I remember just even recently, the last couple of years when I was just trying to figure things out and there was a lot going on in my life personally. And I would see these women entrepreneurs and they seem to have it all together. They, they are beautiful and well-spoken and everything seemed to be going perfectly for them. They had all this media exposure and it's a fallacy and everybody has challenges and I didn't know what they did to get to where they are. So it was unfair for me to compare where they are at now to where I I was and where I'm still growing and learning and working on things. So comparison is just not a good thing. And it's definitely a condition that can alter your success. The fifth thing is that you dwell on failure too long. If then coulda, shoulda, woulda, that kind of thing. And it's so easy to get caught up in that cycle. And it's, it's very destructive to your self-image. So I would recommend not to do that. <laughs> but now, you know, I've learned that it's never failure. It's just a different outcome that I can learn from. And so don't dwell on things too long. You're, you're not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes, but they're only outcomes. That's all they are and that you're going to learn from them. The sixth thing is that you make excuses based on temporary circumstances. I don't want to deny that challenges are real, but what are you going to do to get out of those challenges? I know that things happen. There's a lot of junk that goes on in people's lives. But the thing is, what is your attitude as you're going through the junk? I'm definitely not perfect at it. I still have things to work on, but I have to remind myself that there these circumstances are temporary and that I'm going to get through them. So making excuses is takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of focus off of being creative and finding solutions. So I would recommend that you focus more on that. The seventh way that you're putting a condition on your success is that you refuse to pre-play future successes. You can spend the same amount of energy to pre-play your future successes and plan for those as opposed to worrying and doing the if come, what happens if and that kind of thing. Now, I'm not going to end there with just these seven conditions. I want to <laughs> I want to end this session positively. So we're going to talk about seven steps to release those conditions. The first step is to redefine what your perspective is on success and not define it by other standards. For the longest time, I was so concerned about what other people thought of what I was doing, whether it was successful or not, or if it matched what they approved of me or what they thought of me. And it really set me back a long time. And so Everybody's perspective and definition of success is different, and that's fine. Something that is individual to each person. And so I would challenge you to not be defined by other people's standards and redefine what success is for yourself. The second way to release that condition is 
to know that money is important, but not the only factor. Money is a byproduct of providing exceptional service and experiences for your clients. Now, are you striving to provide exceptional service? Are you going above and beyond for your clients? I had a recent experience with the Marriott Hotel in Mission Valley in San Diego, California, and they went way above and beyond to try and have us book their venue to hold a conference. And from the get-go, it was amazing because the event planner was waiting for us in the lobby, in the front of the door, actually in front of the hotel. She didn't know who we were, what we looked like, and she was there greeting us. Then she took us to the restaurant where there was a special table waiting for us with name cards and the menu printed out. The chef came out to explain the menu. It was amazing. The food, of course, was good. And then throughout the meeting, throughout the day, they would constantly check on us if we needed coffee or water or anything. And so it was a really great experience. And they went way above and beyond what was necessary. And of course, the conferences booked at this hotel because their service was outstanding. So are you going above and beyond to serve your clients and to provide exceptional service? And because of that, the money is going to follow. The third way you can release putting a condition on your success is to understand that you're already wired for success. It's just about rediscovering what is already inside you. I would recommend a book called Wired for Success, Programmed for Failure by Dr. James B. Richards. And you can find those on the show notes of this session at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 005. The fourth way that you can release the condition on your success is that you can embrace your unique abilities and stop wasting time focusing on others. Just as I've talked about, you're always comparing your worst to someone else's best. I would recommend taking the Briggs-Myers test, and I've also linked those in the show notes, and you can see the, all the unique abilities that you have and focus on those instead of your shortcomings. The fifth way that you can release the condition on your success is to be smart with your goals. SMART is an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound, and be intentional with reviewing them and adjusting if you have to along the way. Now, I found this to be extremely helpful. The goals that I've accomplished recently is because I was very specific. I measured them. I reviewed them. They were realistic and they had a deadline. So they were time bound. And it's been so gratifying to achieve these goals because I was very intentional about applying these concepts. So I would recommend that you do this as well. The sixth way that you can release a condition on your success is to understand that challenges are a part of life. You don't have to deny them and you don't have to wallow in them, but make sure that you are putting more positive in than allowing the negative to take up valuable real estate in your heart and your mind. If you feel stuck, I would recommend a free app called Unstuck. It takes you through a series of questions and it helps you pinpoint the type of stuck moment that you're in. And then it guides you on either how to get out of it or explore more options to get you out of being stuck in whatever challenge it is that you're having at that moment. It's a great app. So check it out. It's also in the show notes. The seventh way that you can release the condition on your success is to use your imagination properly. The same amount of energy that it takes you to worry can be redirected to pre-play your future success. I would like to know, did any of these seven ways help? If you could go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 005, I would love to hear from you. Also, I would consider it a great honor if you went to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and subscribed and left me a review and I can announce you on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Coming up next week in the Dancepreneuring Studio, I talk with David Norwood, who is the artistic director of Vehicle Dance Company and the founder of Radical Pineapple Media. 
And what do we talk about? Well, you'll just have to stay tuned and find out, but it's going to be really good. You're going to really like it. For now, I hope you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.